You're listening to the Quince podcast. Not just mentally, but I got exhausted physically as well. For the first week uh, of the protests, I just didn't have any time or the energy to look after my mental health. It caught up eventually. The voice you just heard belongs to Siddhant. And it's been a week and I haven't attended a single protest. Siddhant is a student at IPU. Protesting is a 24/7 job. Like even if you're not physically present at the site of the protest, you will be at home with your Twitter open, your Instagram open, and that does take a toll on your sleep cycle. It takes a toll on how you're feeling in general. And that's Shalini. Shalini is a student at Delhi University. They've both been attending the Anti-Citizenship Act protests almost every day since they began in December. Hi guys, I'd like to start today's podcast with a small disclaimer. We usually talk about fun, light topics with a little bit of knowledge that you can take for your own daily life. But on today's episode of Vishnu ki Secret Life, we're talking about something a little more serious: mental health. Specifically, how people's mental health has been affected by what's happening in India right now. I'm Vishnu Gopinath. you know actually uh, since the protests since all uh, all of this has been going on my mom my parents are really you know involved uh, with the shine back protest and my mom goes there every day and like you know i'm sometimes worried that what if uh, something bad happens right so i always have to call my mom ask her are you please don't go right now you know the situation might get bad and my mom is like no if the situation gets bad will just go to jail that's atalik he's 23 he's a journalist with the quin his family stays at shaheen bag where an indefinite protest has been going on since december his family frequently attends the protests police uh, attacks everyone they they don't see ke uh, this this woman or this child was not doing anything they were just uh, protesting peacefully even if the people started the clash right uh, it's not everyone who uh, takes up you know uh, stones and starts starts pelting them right and if my mom is there if my sister is there at the protest and something like that happens right if the protests turn violent and you know anything could happen right they might be detained they might be attacked right if like uh, for example uh, on the night when jnu when abvp entered jnu there were rumors that they were heading towards uh, shaheen bag and my mom was there at that time my mom my dad my sister everyone was there I, other people from my family extended family were there so you know i was just calling them again and again please please leave please leave you know the situation might might get bad any time and you know they don't always listen to you
the day the protests and everything started and the day this um, bill was converted to an act it was passed in as act so i remember um having the worst nightmare in a really really long time that you know um there are people uh, at the door of my house and they're banging the door and you know um me and my family were thinking of an escape route we are uh, kind of packing our stuff and we are thinking of escape route through the terrace so you know that was and i woke up to that and i was really really scared and i did not know that this will have that much effect on me subconsciously i mean i was trying to tell myself that you're brave and this and that i am i am somebody who feels really embarrassed uh crying or you know kind of showing my emotions in front of my family dost wagera to chalta but not in front of family but then remember watching that video and just breaking down in front of my mom and then she got really scared because she is not used to seeing me like that zija sherwani is a 23 year old journalist at the quint she's been attending the protests regularly both as a journalist and as a protester my mom who uh <laughs> who uses social media thoda bahut jitna bhi and um every time i see her she is listening to news clips she is listening to people ke log kya bol rahe hain kya nahi bol rahe hain so you know i i know it's affecting me but i know that if it's affecting affecting them even much more so why is mental health affected by this i reached out to shrividya rajaram shrividya is one of the psychologists offering her services to people whose mental health has been affected by the unrest and the protests i met her at a coffee shop in delhi's busy safdarjung market hi shrividya hi vishnu so uh why does people's mental health get affected during times like this um because this is a crisis and uh, crisis on the outside creates a crisis on the inside hmm. um and uh, to see mental health as separate from uh what's happening in your environment is a folly is a folly that all of us uh, make mm. um and uh, so a crisis could be a flood it could be uh, you know it could be an earthquake also which could also lead to extremely stressful uh, symptoms mm. this is also a crisis because uh it's like an entire city is paralyzed by what's happening we can't seem to move forward in our lives mm. um and uh, what's also interesting is this is also a time when you feel that uh, what's the point of doing a new year mm. celebration or um mm. you know why should i even bother to hang out with my friends and uh, party even when it seems so shallow so a lot of uh, this is a crisis because you start to question a lot of things which you took for granted in your life mm. you know your own citizenship for that matter or um, your place in society your sense of belongingness mm. um so that's the reason why it creates mental health issues any crisis is bound to create mental health issues because no human being is uh, made to so i mean all human beings are made to deal with a whole lot of things but um, i mean it's not it's uh, when something like this happens to a sea of human beings mm. it whether you're actively involved or you're passively involved you are involved because you're listening to it on the news every day or reading information about it people mm. are changing in front of you the same the sense of sameness that you had is gone the sense of comfort by the way you had is gone so uh, it's like uh, it's it's like a tectonic shift that's happening beneath you 
and you don't know and so basically you lose your grounding so when you lose your sense of grounding there is bound to be a mental health issue which means you have to look for a new normal in life which is not easy to do that because you know it changes everything changes But why can't they just be apolitical? How will this affect them? We hear this a lot, but it's not as simple as that. The link between socio-political unrest and mental health distress isn't an imagined one, and it's not just specific to India. In Hong Kong, where anti-extradition law protests have continued for over seven months now, the situation is similar. The South China Morning Post reported that mental health in Hong Kong. had deteriorated to an 8 year low with 41% of the people they surveyed saying that their mental health has been affected by the unrest um so currently vis-a-vis the protests um people come to me with um feelings of anger anxiety um a sense of helplessness um and also apathy um and also a lot of confusion about uh, you know what do they want to do with their life what does this mean for their future uh what does the color, the current political scenario mean in the context of their lives in the context of the values that they carry in hong kong counselors and ngos have also reported a sharp increase in calls with many people being suicidal even a 2015 report from doctors without borders on kashmir stated that and i'm quoting here The protracted exposure to violence has led to a formidable mental health crisis in the Kashmir Valley. It also bothers them a lot because I I think I think what also bothers the demographic between 17 to 25 is losing friends um because this issue has completely polarized the world around us which means you've um, sort of like lost a whole lot of uh, friends who you did not think were having a certain orientation but now you find that they have a certain orientation which just does not sit well with you um and also having to deal with the orientation of your own family members and to be shocked at the kind of things that people are thinking around you so all that is a bit too much uh, to deal with for someone who's between the age of you know like 18 to 25 not because of lack of ability but it's just something that they've never really been exposed to uh, and their ideology is just about forming uh, and to have to sort of throw have have that thrown against the wall and uh, having to examine that against the fact that there is just so little information and there's so much of in- misinformation about what's going on is a difficult uh, thing to deal with there are a lot of people you know i've known for a long time right and i have seen that a lot uh, like a majority of them i would even say are not saying anything are not speaking up are not taking part in the protests or doing anything at all right and like it's not like they don't see that people like us were speaking up are like you know constantly uh, you know posting about it uh, going to the protest and everything and 
I don't see them doing anything at all. मतलब let alone at least if if you are even in support of it, just come out and say it. कि like dude, I'm I support the government's stance, right? But like people who are silent, I feel like like these people whom I've known for years, like nine, ten years, eleven uh, years, I feel like I I don't know them anymore. the protests have had changed me you know it's done wonders for me shown me sides of people i wouldn't get to see otherwise you know every protest i went to i felt the need to continue the next day as well you know just felt the felt that i had to come out tomorrow as well all of 20 and still a student siddhant already feels the effects of the protests I don't deal with my feelings at all actually. I do take a lot of intoxicants. Mostly I have nothing else to do. It's been more than 2 weeks and I haven't been on the streets because I feel like I'm I'm incapable of thinking anymore. It's just troubling, you know, at times like this. Because ab nahi to kab. So yeah, I keep pushing myself. Let's listen to Shalini once again. You see people from across communities come together and fight for what they think is right. And when you leave that setting, you find people opposing that. You find people talking against the protesters. You find people questioning their ethics and their uh, morality. And that really, really, really puts you down. It's not just people who are protesting whose mental health has been affected. Even non-protesting citizens have been affected. you're probably thinking why can't they do something else or think about something else or distract themselves but like 29 year old garvita says with the continuous flow of information from social media tv news family and friends it's not easy to do i think when i saw those uh, tear gas uh, uh, those attacks uh, right outside my college gate when i saw that on video i was like wow that could have been me I really could have been there. Garvita is a former student of Jamia Millia Islamia University. She also works at the Quint. That just uh and then it just never stopped, you know, like after that I saw several other similar things that were constantly happening. And uh, it just really really uh takes away from like it after a point it doesn't uh, whatever you're doing on a daily basis leaves no meaning and everything feels like what's the whole point of tomorrow ultimately anyone and anybody can be attacked like this or if anybody can be uh you know shot at or an arm can be amputated so like what's the point of me doing anything at all at this point and it's not confined to mental health alone the impact often spills over into people's work lives it has definitely affected my work because all i do all day at work is just um looking at where fresh protests have broken uh, reading accounts 
uh, watching videos all my energies are concentrated towards this the things that i'm supposed to do that are at hand are definitely uh, uh, they are that's taking a hit it also affects people's personal lives changing them i'm a little more you know paranoid anyone who is doing anything good i i am thinking ke what is their intention behind it so yeah i've become more paranoid i'm worried all the time uh, you know ke what if this actually happens and what if you know uh if they are doing this their intention is to get rid of us right so you you never know uh, even if we show our every, every document even if we produce all the documents all the papers you never know fear hopelessness anger and uncertainty are all common feelings during times of unrest especially uncertainty about the future now apart from the constant flow of news updates and information another thing that some people said is that they are not able to do the things that they did earlier to relax and de-stress if i'm not working around the story like if i'm not working my story is not related to the protest or the situation i feel what am i doing i want to do something about the story i want to my every uh, every story that i do should be related to this otherwise i just feel i'm doing nothing number 1 that's how works affected and uh, uh, if if my shooting is around the protest and going to the protest and doing something around it that makes me feel a lot better because uske alawa i can't i just don't i feel so detached to everything else and thankfully to this job ki i am able to do it so that's there personal relationships are affected in this way that um when you reading this stuff you just don't generally feel happy i have kind of missed out on a lot of parties i haven't gone out with my friends from a really really long time because you just don't feel like doing it even if i'm at home my weekends i'm at home with my family when i'm in office i often feel homesick which i never used to feel i i uh, 7:00 i'm going to go back home i don't want to go anywhere else so you know uh that's those are the things that happen that's how uh, things are affected is it possible for you to switch off from this no at this point no which is what which is what i'm trying to understand how like it's as real as real can get you always think that university is the safest place that anybody can go to and if that's under attack then i don't know how i i'm trying but at this point it's been impossible i've not been able to cut off at all the key to handling this i've understood is you have to take your time like you have to understand your boundaries you have to understand when to stop when to relax when to you know take a day off self care is really really important and that is something we don't really talk about but we really need to talk about it talking to a friend or even a loved one helps simply voicing your feelings can take a load off your chest It's also important to rest, recover and try and maintain a healthy routine. And despite all the feelings telling you not to, keep doing the small things that make you happy and that you enjoy. Everyone finds a different way to cope. For Atalik, talking helps.
I I don't think I have yet found a way to cope with it. My parents basically I have been going to the protest for so long that now I am a little okay, theek hai. They can like take care of themselves. After a few times, uh, you you become a little resilient to it. Ki theek hai, nothing will happen. My parents can take care of themselves. Uh, usually, I just talk to a friend or someone who just relates to this. If not, then maybe I just post uh, post about it on social media. And I I talk to my parents. Ke you know they are also sometimes misinformed they don't know what is happening they don't know a lot of things that i know so i talk to them i explain to them that this is what what this is and this is the other side of it how do you usually uh, vent these feelings um i think watching something different probably on Netflix or anywhere else like watching a different movie something totally different from the genre so that helps if people stop taking part in activities that enjoy them or de-stress them how are they supposed to take care of the mental health and cope with these things healthily so of course that probably was a uh, sort of a reaction to what was happening um but what is important is to continue to keep doing those things which made you feel normal and grounded every single day in fact the small things of life uh you know the cup of tea that you enjoy or um maybe the gym that you go to whatever the yoga that you do um to sort of have perspective that i still need to continue to act like a human being and to behave like one and i could still be ideologically very very clear about where i'm going in life that they are not apart I, you know i don't need to have in fact i need in fact i would urge uh, people in the demographic that i'm talking about to actually go out themselves and really work hard and educate themselves and become something um you know become even more clearer in the way you think about the world around you because um 5 6 years from now you're going to be the demographic which is going to probably be voting also in 2024 and your voice matters the most um so it's something that you need to work towards um so mental health is actually very close to home it's not something that one needs to always aspire to it's it just mental health is about finding happiness and sometimes actually squeezing happiness out of you know whatever little bit that you can in life it could be a cup of tea on a hot winter day or a samosa that you like or it could be one conversation that you enjoy with a friend so actually all of these things keep you very very grounded so um while uh, a lot of us may be feeling very apathetic and uh, helpless and powerless and guilty about not being able to contribute to what's going on in in the most uh, i mean in in a way in which our contribution matters by staying mentally healthy we are also contributing because then we are not giving into the divisiveness that's there around us everyone's mental health suffers whether they're protesting or helping those who protest even the counselors and therapists helping out need help i spoke to one such therapist who's been helping out and counseling people who have been distressed because of what's going on this is shreya varma 
it feels like every day you're watching a new horror unfold in front of you and we're all going on facebook twitter and reading so many articles and there is a desperate need to make sense of everything to make sense of this chaos and every day is just spent watching terror there's a sense of a vicarious trauma taking place i think just listening to how everything is being there's so much violence colleges are being attacked or people are being attacked how brutal it all feels when you're watching it it's also leaving a lot of us while watching it feeling helpless and in a conversation with my friend she said the most supportive words that have stayed with me and that touched me she said this is a joint pathology this is not about the individual anymore you're not alone and just hearing those words helped me feel so much more supported and i really feel that's what's happening that we're all suffering through this together in this mad way and this is actually a joint pathology no matter where you lie so it's important that you take care of your own self if you're protesting helping or simply even watching what's unfolding in the country even if you're not participating try to engage and make sure that you and those close to you and those around you are feeling all right during times of unrest i leave links to mental health resources as well as other resources that can help you during times like this in the show notes Now don't forget if you like this podcast you can subscribe to the Quince podcast channel or Vishnu ki secret life on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Jio7 Spotify radio.com Stitcher Castbox or any other popular platform Send us your feedback at podcast@thequint.com and if you have any other thoughts or opinions or any ideas on what we should do a podcast on next write to us and let us know And with that I'm going to take your leave I will see you on the next episode of Vishnu Key Secret Life.